What's up, nerds? Welcome back to Rested Life, where we are becoming the person that we needed through aggressive, holistic self-improvement and giving that person away. Uh, that zombie episode was a lot of fun, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. little Christmas special. But today, we have something a little different we want to do for you guys. Um, it's kind of like the secret in the juice, you know, or the secret sauce or whatever. So before we do that, Lord, just thank you for everything, everything that you've done for me, for giving your life for mine, for not turning me away because of my sin, for holding me accountable for where I was in my head, for the family, for our health, for this project, Lord, the benefit that we are having and going to continue to have. Lord, I just thank you. And Lord, I hope that this glorifies you. In Jesus' name, amen. So you guys today, I, I got I to gotta be honest, just to talk. This is something I feel woefully not unequipped. Ill-suited. Yeah, ill-suited. Yeah. Like it just, I don't believe it's hard. It, I don't have the full confidence in that I am the one to represent this message. And I have that with lots of things, but especially with this one, um, you know, we, you guys have heard it on some of our other podcasts where, you know, sometimes we pray, I talk about God, I'm open about where I stand. I'm open with my faith, but you know, we, we believe, and I know what we're talking to people about is beneficial that if you listen to what we're saying and you follow us with this journey, that your life is going to change, that the benefits, the transformation, what I've had in my life, if you follow these things, you'll have the same, you will have breakthrough. You will have victory. I know that 100%. That's the only reason why we are doing this podcast. But there's something that I've had for a long time. It's something I've believed for a long time that made all of the difference. And I have worked hard, incredibly hard to change, to be a better man, to be a better person, to grow my character. But it wasn't just the work that I did for myself that paid off. You know, it wasn't just the things that I did that we talk about by learning from regret, loving myself, fitness, exercise, all of it. Like this idea of taking my life back, I wasn't able to accomplish it just through my own effort. You know, in fact, there's only one reason that I can attribute to being who I am today. And it's that reason that played into every single thing that I've done, which led me here because I still had a choice. I still had a decision. But, you know, there's a reason that, that I didn't just heal over time and with help, but that I'm an entirely new man. There's a reason that I didn't just grow, but I became an entirely new person. There's a reason that I didn't just endure what I was going through, but that I was transformed. 
And that reason, you guys, is because I gave my life to Jesus. It's because, because I know to be true and because I believed that Jesus came, that he died for me, that he resurrected to make a new way for me, to restore me to God the way that I was created to be connected to God. And that is the foundation of my entire life. Everything that I have done, everything that I do, everything that has happened in my life has resolved or revolved around who Jesus is, what I believe about him and what he says about me. And it's because of that faith. Like we talk about loving yourself, right? That the proofs of loving yourself are growing character, are changed circumstances, are improved mental capacity, mental strength and knowledge. That's absolutely true. The same thing is also true with Jesus that like true faith, true Christianity is evident in the person's life, in their character. But you know, there's, there's, there's a distinguishment that I want to make because there are things that are beneficial on earth in this time, in this life that we're living now in these physical bodies, there's also things that are beneficial for eternity, which is where we go after we die. And remember, like there's the body, my physical being, there's my soul, which is my emotions, my thoughts, my ability to choose my consciousness. And then there's also my spirit. And that spirit is the part of me that actually makes me alive. And that came from the breath of God. And when I believed in Jesus, those things were connected back to him. And so with earthly benefit, you know, like all of this stuff we're talking about, taking my life back, what kind of life do I want to have? What kind of man do I want to be? Or if you're a lady, what kind of a woman do I want to be? Who is the person that I need right now? Understanding that that's the truth in me, showing me the direction to go because that's who I'm meant to be fitness, exercise, the benefits they have for overcoming depression and anxiety and weakness and complacency in life. All of these things are absolutely amazing. Those are good things and we should do those things. We're actually required. We're supposed to live that way, but it's just an earthly benefit. It's only going to benefit us in this time on this planet. For a temporary time. Yeah, for a very, very temporary time. And without Christ, this is only good for the time that I have on earth. Without Jesus, the things that I'm doing now, they're just for here. And then when I'm gone, it's over. Hey, There's Greg, no... actually... Go ahead. I actually have a really sudden question. So for those people who are listening, for um, people who are looking to better themselves... If we know that things are just temporary here, then why keep going at it? Because we're supposed to live. Like if you know that your car is eventually one day going to die, do you just leave a flat tire and drive around on it and never change the oil and never fill it up with gas? Mm -mm. No, right? You still take care of it, right? Right. Because you need it as long as you're going to have to use it. You want to be able to use it. Right. Fully as it was intended, right? So the same thing goes for life that, yeah, I'm going to die one day, but everything that I want to do in my life, unless you are absolutely comfortable just being a piece of crap in a loser and destroying relationships 
and hating yourself and being stuck in depression and anxiety and fear for the rest of your life, if you're actually okay with that, which nobody is, then don't do anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it it is like the earthly benefit here is for all of those things. Plus, when we do those things, even without believing in Jesus, it still does better the world. Mm-hmm. Right. It still does better other people. We still can raise kids into beneficial, healthy, responsible, contributing adults. And everybody's supposed to be that anyway, right? Like you're, you're supposed to take care of your car. Like let's, let's, you know, with that question of with laundry, would any of us who have children not wash the sheets after our kid peed in the bed and had an accident in the nighttime? No, we would because it stinks and because it's unsanitary, right? Right. Would any of us not wipe our butts after we poop and not wash our hands and then go make food like some people would, but that's disgusting. But no, like we all know, no, you're supposed to do that because it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything we're talking about doing rested life is healthy. It's the right decision to do. But again, without Christ, it's only, it doesn't carry into eternity. It'll echo through time here on earth for sure. People will remember it. People will be inspired by it. They can learn from it. They can apply it to their own lives. Great, which is great. I'm not saying that sarcastically. But all of these earthly things without Jesus, it doesn't, there's no guarantee for eternity. It doesn't make us look better before God because God already is all of those things in a perfect state. And so for us to come, to him and look what I did with my life. I don't want to believe in you, but look what I did with my life. It, we're only like fulfilling half of the bargain. And it's not impressive to him because like I said, he's already those things perfectly. So it's not impressive to him. It's like someone who's like trying to come around you and flex because they didn't cheat on their girlfriend. Well, dude, I've been married faithfully for 12 years. So like, I'm not going to give you a high five for that. That's re- that's stupid, right? We wouldn't do that. The eternal benefits, where we go for eternity. And I heard this guy one time, he described eternity. He said, imagine if there was a pile of rice that was 100 feet high and it covered the entire continental United States. So from like the Pacific Northwest all the way down to the bottom of Florida, and it was a hundred feet high of rice. And there was a bird and a bird would come over and he would pick up one grain of rice and he would fly it all the way across the ocean, like an eight week flight or whatever, and then drop that piece of rice in Europe. And then he would fly eight weeks back and get another piece of rice and then fly it over. And by the time that bird had spent all of those years and years and years and centuries to move all of those pieces of rice, that would be the beginning of eternity. So this place where things don't fade, where they go on in their state forever, the only benefits for eternity are in Jesus. You know, and about earthly benefit, when when we live a certain way, when I'm taking care of my body with physical exercise and not putting junk food into my body, not 
harming my body with drugs and excessive alcohol and all this other stuff. It's beneficial for my body when I'm taking care of my mind, when I'm remembering who I am, what I believe, when I have a code, when I have a direction, these things, all of this stuff, everything we're talking about with rested life is us getting back to what we were actually made to be, how we were actually made to live. And so we are agreeing with the truth of how we are made. And that is why it is beneficial. It's the same thing. Like if you have a deadbolt on your door, your key has to go in a certain way. If you're not putting the key in a certain way, you're not going to be able to unlock that door. Like with a car, if I'm trying to go forward and I have it in neutral, I'm not going to go anywhere unless I'm on a hill, but then I won't be able to continue that motion. That momentum will die out. If I want to go backwards, I can't have it and drive because that's not going to work. Same thing with math. If I don't know how to use my calculator and I don't know all of the things about a formula, I'm not going to be able to get the answer that I'm supposed to have. But once I know the formula, once I know all the pieces, once I know how to use the formula, then I can get to the answer I'm supposed to have, right? Because that is the way that it has to be. That is the way it has to be. And the same thing goes with nature. The same thing goes with human nature. And this stuff we're talking about is beneficial, even for people who don't believe in Jesus, who have good life. It's because they have applied the truths and the things that are common for every single person, no matter what. And they have made the right decision with those things. And so they have a good life here because of it. That's why it benefits you. And bodily benefit, like taking care of my life, becoming the person I'm supposed to be, knowing who I want to be, having that aligned with morality and truth and caring about how I affect other people. All of that is how we're supposed to live. And we all started out that way at one point. Like we all started out with that, with that one way. And because of how the world happens, how life happens, what you go through, what other people put you through, your own actions, your own decisions, like it takes away from that a lot of the time. Yeah. And then you fall away from it. And that's, that's why we're talking about this now to get, to get people back onto that one true path. To take back rest again is to take back through force and violence and determination, right? Yeah. To take back what was lost, what was taken from me by these experiences Mm -hmm. and all of that, you guys, it is good. And it is beneficial for this life, but we are not just concerned with this life. We are also concerned with eternity for ourselves and for you. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, you guys, you don't know what your life is going to be like tomorrow. Last week, I couldn't have said exactly certain things that have happened to me in the last few days. I wouldn't have known. I didn't know, right? We are all in the grand scheme of time. We're just vapors. Mm -hmm. We're here for a little while and we vanish away. All of us are that. Every single person is running against a clock and we have no idea when that clock is going to run out. Which is why it's so important to live this way and, and why we need to consider eternity because there is a life after this place. There is a part of you of what you're doing right now that will be carried into eternity and then you will be that forever. And being a good person here without Christ, it doesn't benefit you in eternity. And 
you know, sometimes I have a little bit of conflict. Jeanette and I were talking about this because I know people who are actually really good people. Like they're people that I look up to for their marriages and for their finances and for their fitness and their mental attitudes who don't believe that Jesus is God, that he is the only way for salvation. And that that is really important. They don't believe that. Now, I can't say for sure what's going to happen, but I do know for sure that Jesus is the only way to be reconnected back to God. And all of our goodness here, it cannot make up for all the wrong we've done. Like we will still have to give an answer for that. We still have to be held accountable for that. Even I, as a Christian, will still be held accountable. But because I'm forgiven, because I have in faith acknowledged and committed my life to Jesus, I am now what they say in the church covered in his blood, meaning that when he shed his blood is an atonement for sin is a payment. God said, somebody better freaking pay me for this mess. And none of us had enough resources or enough morality or enough goodness <clears throat> to cover the bill. It took somebody perfect to cover the bill that imperfect people had built up. And that's why Jesus died. And that's also why he rose again. So it wasn't just that the bill was taken care of, but now we could have a new life and be transformed. We can be made new. <clears throat> and it doesn't, it doesn't make up for what we've done wrong here and this life on this earth. Yes, you can absolutely make up for these things. Not all the time, not always the way that we want it to be, but you can change. You can screw your life up to a point where it seems irreparable and you can pull a Hail Mary out of a loss and have a win. Yes, you can. Absolutely. But it doesn't count for eternity. And just like bodily training, these things of I'm going to take control of my thoughts. I'm going to fight against this depression. I'm going to believe in who I am. I'm going to do the hard work to grow my circumstances, to grow my character, to change my life. When we're talking about eternity, you guys, it is only slightly beneficial. But living completely, not just how our bodies and our minds were made to be lived, not just how we are supposed to live by how we are designed with our bodies and our minds, but in our spirits, in this agreement with God and his ways and living according to those ways, that is beneficial for everything in this life and for eternity. Because it holds a promise for this life and the life to come. You know, and we, we have both. I have both for sure. Jeanette has both. Other people that you see that are Christians that are actually like having an amazing life, that are living well, that are taking care of their families, their responsibilities, they've had both. They have taken all of the stoppers out. They have taken all of the excuses out of self-improvement to work on themselves until the day they die and not holding back. And they've done that with a devotion to Jesus, which is why for me, I have been able to do what I've done and why I, I am who I have become and continue to become 
is because I have this living concept in myself of rested life. I have to change. I have to grow. I have to get better. And the foundation of all of that for me, why my life is so radically different, why I am exceptionally equipped to speak to this idea of taking your life back, of being the person that you needed and giving that person away is because I've done it and because I've done it with the grace of God through my faith. Yeah. And I think something that I want to speak on, and I think I've touched on it a little bit before, is we all have a moral compass and we all generally feel that urgency, whether we know what it is or not. That's the Holy Spirit, that urgency. Um, you know, I hear all the time, and I've even said it myself, people will say, dude, I feel like I'm running out of time. Um, I feel like things are just moving so fast. Like I, I just, and, and like, I feel anxious. I feel weird. I feel tense, but I don't know what's causing it. I think like the majority of the time people feel that because there's an urgency on your spirit to live in your truest way. And you're not doing that. And I think this kind of goes hand in hand with what Greg just spoke on. Cause it's like, a lot of people forget or don't know or don't accept that this thing is in them. That moral compass is is going off the rails, you know? And so, I don't know, Greg, do you have more to add to that? No, no. I mean, you know, we, we talk about when we're telling people to ante up and pay the price, right? To do something with it. That with every message we share, I know that people are going to have thoughts. They're going to have this pull to do something to change yeah. something, to stop doing something. And that is, that is God's spirit communicating with your spirit. It's your spirit that recognizes truth because it was, you're made in the image of God yep. to go a certain direction because that's what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't, I don't think I'd have anything else to add to that. Yeah. I just wanted to voice that because I, again, I hear about it all the time that, that like tense, anxiety driven feeling that people get and that I've, I've often got as well. And then I remember I'm like, Oh my God, like that must mean like something's not right. I'm, I'm, I'm falling, I'm veering off somewhere and this is pulling me back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you guys, again, I just can't, I can't iterate enough how everything that I've done and become in my life is because of who I believe in. Mm -hmm. and, and even what I believe about myself is based on what God has said. If he says that I'm lovable, then I'm lovable and I'm not, I'm going to fight anything that comes into my mind that tries to tell me otherwise. My integrity, my character, even everything in my reputation, like I told you guys, I've been offered so many jobs because of my reputation over the years, but that came from believing in Jesus, understanding how Jesus wants me to live and then living that way. So, you know, again, we're starting the new year. You guys are going to be hearing this message on the 4th of January. And as we continue to go down this road, I don't want there to be any doubt of why I am the way I am. And I can't pretend like I just worked really hard on myself because that's not true. I worked really hard on myself. 
because I believed in Jesus and it's because of his blood and his grace that I was able to overcome so much, not just in being forgiven, not just in his power to redeem me, but also because of what my faith in him and what I believe to be true about Jesus, the actions that I had to do because of that faith. So, you know, this is pretty simple. I just uh, wanted to share with you guys the the secret, the man behind the veil or the man behind the, the curtain, as you will. Yeah. So, look, if you guys have questions about this, I'm open to have a conversation for sure. Yeah. If and I'm you sure, go ahead. I'm sure we're going to be talking and touching more on this stuff in future episodes because mm-hmm. we just wanted to give you guys a taste of this. I mean, I know we. I would say this is a taste, but also it's just straight up the truth. Like the, there's nothing much else to it, but you know, I know at least for me, my heart is to share more of this because rested life, the concept of rested life and the secret sauce, the man upstairs, they go just so hand in hand because rested life emerged from his heart. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we think about it that way, this entire concept is, what Jesus came to do. Yeah. He came to take back what had been lost. Exactly. You know, and, and I just, I just feel strongly right now for anyone who has had faith, who has believed and who let that go. This is your wake up call. You know, your, uh, your faith, your faith is everything. And you can do as good in life as you want to do, but ignoring this is going to cost you. You know, especially, especially this is again for the believers, this part right here. You let your faith go. All of those good benefits you are doing outside of the grace of God at this point. So come back home. Remember what it was like to pursue God, to love Jesus, to want to worship him. Remember what that was like and do something with it. And uh, on the rating and review part, you guys, Spotify just released the ability to leave a rating and a review for podcasts on Spotify. So all of our Spotify listeners, I mean, if, if you're done listening now because of this message, then see ya. But anybody who's going to keep sticking around, if you're listening on Spotify, if you think that we're doing a good job, if you support what we're doing, if we've helped you in any way, let us know with a rating and a review. So happy New Year's, nerds. See ya.